Hello and welcome to a Camino del Alma Minute. My name is Ernie Vecchio, a trauma psychologist turned wisdom teacher that is hiking and biking across the United States to remind people that their inner lives matter. As I get more media attention across the country, young folks are asking me how does one begin to actually have an inner life. I thought this was a great topic for a Camino Minute, so here goes. First, I want to say that for everyone, young and old, to truly understand how our inner world plays out in daily living, we must accept some absolutes about what and why we are. By this, I mean spiritual beings trying to sort out a psychological existence so we can then have a reciprocal relationship with the world around us. Once these absolutes make sense, the balancing act becomes aligning the psychological and spiritual self in such a way that we can simply be in the world is our soul intended. So in that context, young people need to learn that a person's inner life forms the foundation for their external journey, not the reverse. It dictates the choices they make and determines their direction. Essentially, the relationship they're having with themselves influences their connection with others. Despite this important truth, the culture is still not helping our young people to understand that these unique navigational abilities, though available, have to be discovered. Young people are gaining insights by random chance or even worse, post-traumatic experiences. Words like hindsight, insight, foresight, these are progressions of vision. They represent the past, present, and future seen through a panoramic lens. These gifts are delayed or underdeveloped if we don't have an inner life. What do the young think about truth and happiness? Does this information match their experience? How large is the gap between their inner world and what the culture says is important? Do they know that having an inner life can actually bring them happiness? These are the essential questions that they must ask to give station and meaning to an inner life. Asking questions versus finding answers and then aligning them with an inner truth, this is the journey. The recurring theme in the dominant popular culture is to define happiness as winning, status, power, appearance, and of course, consumption. The young have yet to learn that allowing the external world to tell them what matters automatically creates dissatisfaction. The implication is that they and us no longer have the time, attention span, or energy to devote to self-understanding. Somehow we believe it is much easier to focus on the superficial and the external promise of happiness, even when we know that these choices leave us empty in the end. My work with trauma has taught me that one of the most important lessons to pass on to our children is the value of adversity. That suffering is a self-correcting experience instead of something to fear or be ashamed of. The victimization is unfortunate, but victimhood is a choice. This is key if we wish to cultivate an inner life. Witnessing daily life as it happens from a place of neutral acceptance, essentially from the soul's vantage point,
grows the potential for emotional clarity. The beauty of this is when a light bulb goes off, people young and old naturally want to share it. Unfortunately, the culture has made it scary for young people to share their subjective experiences. Fitting in, being liked, or even being politically correct is more important. Imagine we have generations of young people who want to share their worries and ask questions, but fear retaliation or are ashamed of their anxiety. The problem is everyone has become an expert. Young people are still working on confidence and security, as they should be. They can't possibly pretend to know it all. But unfortunately, in 2018, somewhere on the Internet, someone does know everything. It seems that the weary expertise of others has metastasized online. The smug, knowing tone of cyberspace has become a common experience for our children and the banter of many adults. It is the core ingredient in making a cyberbully. I have found that simply giving honest answers to a young person's question is the best place to begin a discussion about their inner lives. In fact, congratulating them for even having a question is a good thing. We need to lift the taboo of saying I don't know when we truly don't. This fosters dialogue and also gives them permission to not know something as well. When older adults try to fill in the gaps with their own egoic babble or righteousness, to a young person this is unsolicited lecturing. More than ever, today's youth are being flooded with information through politics and religion, both of which are masquerading as truth. We must shield our children long enough to examine their own subjective experience about the world they live in and maybe then they will learn the difference between believing and knowing something. In closing, my short answer to how one begins to have an inner life, be honest with oneself. View yourself with humility, not shame. Allow that like everyone, you can be foolish, flawed, and as biased as the next person. Develop a sense of humor about the irony of life. These are the beginnings of what makes a healthy and compassionate human being. See you on the trail. Thank you for listening to Camino del Alma Minute. Again, my name is Ernie Vecchio, a trauma psychologist and wisdom teacher that has created a context for your adversity that once you understand it will absolutely change your life. You can follow my pilgrimage as I continue to cross the country at both ErnieVecchio.com and InnerLivesMatter.com. Hope to see you on the trail. Mm-hmm.